What's up, Big Seth? What's going on, Juice? Hey, you know everybody wants to make money, but I always ask, yeah. who's keeping track of your money? No doubt about it, man. That's why for the past 15 years, I've gone to my guy Rob at ARS and Associates for all of my personal and professional accounting needs. Oh, man. Rob's the best. And his son is one heck of a baseball player. Yeah, he is. Rob's also so professional. He's trustworthy. Hey, you know, that's the most important part, man. It definitely is. And the entire team at ARS handles personal accounting, corporate, bookkeeping, payroll. Hey, they also work with athletes and charities, correct? You know they do. So call ARS and Associates for a free consultation at 305-653-7350. Ask for our guy, Rob, or visit their website at arsaccounting.com. That's arsaccounting.com. And make sure you mention that the fish tank sent you to get your first month of payroll services free. All right, Solo, bring us in. You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth Living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, O-N. This is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans. Number one, one, of course, y'all. This ain't no ordinary sports talk. Dive up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the fish tank. Seth Levitt here with OJ McDuffie. Juice, how's it going, man? What's going on, Big Seth? Man, we got a special treat for the listeners today. I'm just excited we got out of the Fish Tank Studios, even though I love the Fish Tank Studios. Right. This view here is spectacular. Well, my view is, is amazing. Bro. Yeah, well, the view I had before I turned my head that's here. Right, right? That's right, man. <laughs> Pretty incredible. What a, uh, what a treat, though. The real treat for the listeners here is a guy that... Um, you ever see the movie The Aviator? I have. With uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Howard Hughes, and the guy's hiding out in the theater, and he's peeing in the glasses and the whole thing. And it, <laughs> I think that's how a lot of people think that our next guest right. is living these days. But uh, we're here would to you prove leave, that Would he you isn't. leave this palace if you... You know, if you were him, I would never leave this place, never. like literally never leave this place. And so, I, I, you know, we don't need to keep this a secret any longer. Couldn't be any more excited to have one of the all time greats, maybe one of the best defenders ever to play for the Miami Absolutely. Dolphins. Zach Thomas. Zach, what's happening, man? Yes, sir. It's happening, man. Thanks for coming out here. Appreciate you bringing us up this Absolutely, way. Absolutely, man. I miss, I miss you guys, man. Well, I mean, if you came out of the damn house every now and then, we're out. It's not like we're not out. You're right. I do everything here. Well, you know, we'll come see you as often as, you know, you let us. So. Anytime. All right, bet. This bet. could be like a weekly thing, That's Mondays right. and lunch and the whole deal. Your lunch show is, is going to be canceled next week. <laughs> Don't worry about that. It's not going to be a weekly thing. deal here. That is hilarious. And I got to tell you, you know, so, OJ, when, when Zach came out of school, right, the whole, I think the image of Zach, that he did an incredible job of building, right, he's the all shucks guy, Buddy Lee, he's like your next door neighbor and the whole thing, and, and you think he's so humble. Holy shit, this place is unbelievable, man. Congratulations. Right. This, is, this is a beautiful, beautiful home. Oh, I appreciate that, man. I, you know, it's just, I'm grateful. I mean, the game's been so good to me, and, you know, I always uh, dreamed of retiring and, you know, and uh, having this home, and I do all my work from here. Um, you know, I make my own work. hours. Right. We have to talk like about that. what that work yeah. is. Y'all yeah. are pretty much cutting in my nap time right now. <laughs> but, uh, hard yeah. work. Yeah. We got him worked so, out hard this, this morning. Always, you know, still in great shape. You know, looking great. Like, you can still go out there and, and run through brick walls like he used to. I know it's not the same. You know, we, we both have gone through some things where we, our careers didn't go as long or as, as, we, as we thought they should have. But at the same time, man, you look you look amazing, kid. I appreciate it, man. I, number one is just keeping the weight off. And you know Juice and a lot of the guys that have problems, especially after their career, is they gain weight. And your joints are already taxed. So, you know, that's number one for me. I just try to do something every day. It helps my head. 
and it's competitive. I do a little CrossFit, do some Peloton, like I was telling y'all with Trace Armstrong, compete with him. But, you know, he's really awesome at Peloton. But uh, but it's something to keep me motivated. What get the up, hell is have... Peloton? I'm sorry to interrupt, man. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a bike. You have it stationary, but you, you can watch it on the screen. Okay. And you can keep up with, you know, your friends and that's what i keep up with trace but trace kills it so he you really and trace well. are on bikes probably wearing biker shorts knowing the two of you guys <laughs> yes, yes, and then is it kind of like and the kids shoes. so oj's son plays Fortnite, and i guess they get on the headphones and they're communicating with each other's at their home so are you and trace like talking to each other as no. you're riding the bike <laughs> <laughs> no we're not there's live classes but okay. there's also recorded classes and you can kind of keep up with trace's score and you can do the same ride as he did and he's the one that pretty much threw it out there for me to do it, but it's kind of yeah. it hurts my ego because I'm thinking he messed with the sensor and all because he is really good at it. I mean, well, that's why he he's threw always it out in the there. top five. I know it. I right. know Trace. That's exactly right. why he threw it out there. <laughs> that's great stuff. Speaking of great stuff, uh, you know, and appreciate you kind of shedding some light on uh, what the plans were and retiring. And, and I know you're very serious, but we're going to take things in a little different direction here in the fish tank. Is something you'll learn really quickly is that. There were so many great stories, so many great moments. And I know you talk about that all the time, what you cherish and the guys you played with and the guys you worked with. And and what we try and do here in the fish tank is relive those memories a little bit. I know you're a turn-the-page guy, but today we're going to turn the page back the other direction <laughs> and uh, and have some laughs and, and think about some of those good old days. All right. You know, Seth, uh, before we get into some of the stuff, that some of the stories, you know, I, I remember when I met Zach. First of all, I met him on TV, watching him on TV playing against my Penn State Nittany Lions. And he had like, I think, 22 tackles against us in the Valley. Sounds about yeah, right. right. So he makes, uh, he makes all these All-American teams, makes Walter Camp All-American Banquet. And he comes up and kind of introduces himself to me and Kijana. And I said, I know who you are. I know exactly who you are. I mean, you try to beat my team all by yourself. So before he was a Dolphin. Before he was a before, Dolphin, man. No kidding. Yeah, man. So I, I, I knew that. exactly who he was, man. And, and it was like, uh, we, we, we need this guy. And see, then you don't know where somebody's going to play. But I knew that he was a baller at that point. And when he got drafted by our team, man, I knew what type of player he was, and I knew what type of player and teammate he was going to be, man. So, you know, that's that's where we we got kicked off right there. No kidding. I yeah. remember that weekend, man. Yeah. That was fun. You and Kajana were the greatest, <laughs> man, and it definitely uh, impacted me. Never knew I would go 154th pick. I know, right? Uh, you know, I thought I might go a little earlier, but right. uh, it worked out perfectly to me, man. So. You know, I appreciate that, Juice. Yeah, so, you know, once that 154th pick came in, Seth, yeah. me being a veteran there, you know, I got to make sure that you know, I welcome the rookies the right way. You know, so there's a couple of different ways that, you know, you welcome rookies. Not not, not any, in a negative or a bad way, but at one point, you know, we were, we're staying at the hotel. Everybody's getting ready for training camp. You got to bring them in the right way. So Now, this was where? This was at the old Rolling old Hills? Old Rolling Hills. Okay. okay. You know, where, you know, everybody <laughs> stays there in training camp. You know, Zach and Izzo are, are two young you know, gung-ho linebacker rookies that we have on the on the staff. You know, we're standing right there on a golf course. They had a little bit of a challenge, Zach. You want you want to tell them a little bit about <laughs> what the veteran group had to, oh, had you guys man. do? <laughs> you know, that was a day off. I remember we're walking down the hall, and you know, we're just happy to be there. We're all paranoid, me and you know Izzo, and uh, just thinking we're going to get cut any day. And we had a day off, and you know, the Rolling Hills was backed up, as you know, to the golf course, and. Your door was open, and you had all these guys in there playing cards, and you're like, hey, Rooks, come in here. So <laughs> me and Izzo. Thought you were getting included with the guys? Yeah, we thought, <laughs> hey, man, we're in. We're in, and we go in that room, and I just remember, uh, you know, I don't know if you, it was you, but it was a bunch of you guys said, hey, 
we got to find something for these guys that do. And, you know, Jimmy even said no to the rookie Hazen. You remember right. that? Absolutely. But that didn't stop you guys. <laughs> but um, okay, I just coach. remember he opened up that back door to the golf course, and they said, you're going to streak across this uh, golf course. And so both of you guys. Yeah, but we're willing participants. I promise you that we were. You know, we're just good excited, rookies. They were good rookies. They were good rookies. Respect. Exactly. Man, right. We respected exactly. our exactly veterans. Right. You know, it exactly might not right. be that way in today's game, right. but we respected it, and it was just it was kind of a respect thing, man. Right. I was I was honored to go streaking over there with Izzo. <laughs> but uh, what an honor! Right before we, uh, they told us we had to run. It was 150 yards or something, uh, and had to touch a tree or something, and it was the middle of the day, so. I just remembered Marino, though, stopping everything, like, hold up, hold up, hold up. And he says, uh, you know, I'm thinking he's just going to cancel it. The voice of reason, Dan Marino. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, no, it's the middle of the day. They're going to see him. We got to put some bags on his face. (laughs) So so they punched out these holes in these plastic bags. I mean, it was unbelievable. I remember running with that thing, and it was so hard. I felt like I was suffocating. But you're not supposed to have a plastic bag on your head. Can you imagine, though? So we did cut holes. We took off, and you know, I'm. Faster than Izzo, right? So it looks like Sasquatch because he's is chasing me. Because you you know Izzo with his clothes on, he's so hairy that guy. Wait, why are you looking so, at me like I know yeah. Izzo with his no, clothes off? Seth with his clothes off. But uh, you know, we we got to the tree and turning back, I just remember a golf course employee there at the Rolling Hills tried to cut us off and. <laughs> I mean, he acted like we robbed a bank or something. He was upset, and, and I just remember just dodging him and everything. And we're running back towards the room, and y'all, yeah, dodging. Wait, so this guy's coming at you. You're oh. buck naked with bags over your head. Yes, we got to keep our shoes on. <laughs> oh, so I, shoes, a bag, yeah. nothing else. I really almost tweaked a hand. I, I, I really did. That would have been bad. I would have laid out on a golf course. <laughs> As it gets stretched, nobody's going to stretch you we, in that we situation. Didn't even get stretched before. <laughs> so as we're running back to the room, I guess we're going to sell out the room, and you know they shut the the drapes, and uh, they're telling us go around, go around. So we we had to go through the lobby. <laughs> Wait, and, hold on, it, yeah. So you couldn't get in the room. We couldn't. They they, they locked you up. First yeah. they set you up. Oh, we're set up, yeah. And then they lock you out. And as the guy chasing you? I had nothing to do with locking them out. The (laughs) golf carts were still chasing us. And and so we had to make a decision. So we both went around, and we had to cut through the lobby because you couldn't get through to the doors. (laughs) And so we cut through the lobby, and we get back to the room because we want our clothes back. And they locked that door, too. So we had to knock on the door, and they're like, ah. So they threw our clothes out, and that was it. That was that was awesome that was though. Good man. though, man. That was a sounds pretty awesome. No, that was great because I I remember you know calling my parents and telling them I hadn't made the team yet, but I was telling them I was streaking with Izzo and and Marino Juice and them were uh, the ones that uh, forced us to do it. Hey, we we knew he made the team though. No, we 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 seen enough of Zach to know that he was going to be a part of our team for a long time. You know, so uh, yeah, we were we were part of that. Even though we were told not to do it, you know, we were, we were veterans. We made sure it was clean, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I don't he, think and anything they, with his right. was clean. <laughs> and yeah, they did have hard. to come through the front, but, you know, we had the whole hotel. So you you were okay. It was, it was all us. It's all family. Yeah. They got a chance to see them. So oh, yeah. but they were they were great rookies, though, man. And Front you know, desk clerk. And, did you and, make some friends with the front desk clerk at that yeah. point? <laughs> you know, and Zach will tell you, man, the rookies that kind of cooperated with the with the stuff that we did, they were the ones that went the longest. You know, they, they did good within a locker room. Because nobody's in there to harm anybody. It's just all good, clean, fun. Guys like that, they're endeared by the rest of the veterans when they go out there and just just do it. The guys that rebel, they're going to get bothered the whole time. Hey, that's right. And, you know, for me, you know, I was always trying to learn from the veterans. And that impacted us. You, Juice, and, and then also Trace. 
you know, Trace Armstrong, he made a big impact on my career. Man. You know, I mean, I did everything. I invested in the same investment firm as he did, and 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 I had a stretch therapist and everything. And that's really, I mean, successful people leave clues, and so that's what happened. And and I really thank you for even taking oh, us bro. in because, and that's respect. So appreciate, appreciate it. Only on the fish tank right. will you hear OJ get thanked for someone having to strip down naked <laughs> and run across a golf course. It's a respect that is thing awesome. because you know yeah. if they don't like you, they're not going to force you to do anything. And right. that's what you got to look at, way you got to look at today. Well, clearly, the they like the hell out of you if way. they sent you out there. <laughs> Love situation. That's man. awesome. Well, I feel like the Zach and Izzo stories are going to be a little bit of a theme of today's podcast, oh, uh, which actually leads me to one of my favorite rookie year stories that you guys had. Uh, I remember back in those days, Jimmy loved to have live practice. And so he would bring in, I know the Redskins, we worked with the Redskins, we worked with Tampa. And I feel like every time that happened, Izzo started a brawl, like every time. And I remember the Redskins coming in, maybe even for a two a day, and he fought like in the morning and the afternoon. And uh, there was more to that story than we saw on the news. Is that true? Oh, it's, I mean, it's true. I mean, there's so many stories with Izzo, but I'll start with this. Izzo pushed me to get better. Izzo, his story is amazing because – He's a guy that's undrafted. He played 14 seasons, got three Incredible. Super Bowl rings, mm-hmm. three Pro Bowls. I mean, and he was always had that feeling of uncomfortable. He's going to get cut, you know? He did. And Paranoid. he was my roommate, and he made me better because he pushed me and all. But uh, I remember he made the team with Marino. He was the first two guys, what Jimmy Johnson said, that made the team. Right. You remember that? Yep, yeah. I do. And that was after those fights. And the first fight against the Redskins, you remember the Redskins offensive line? Big oh, old Oh, they were boys. huge. Big boys. And Izzo tackles after the whistle. I think it was Brian Mitchell. And Brian Mitchell throws the ball at him. He throws it back and gets up, and a big offensive lineman decleats him. And I remember running out there, but no one else ran with me. This is back when the defense really didn't have our backs, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't really look up, and the whole offensive line of the Redskins just beat me up. <laughs> I got beat like a pinata that day, man. I'm telling you, ribs hurt, right? everything. They wow. beat me. And so the next day, the very first play in practice, first play, I remember the whistle blows and I'm walking back and I hear this boom. I look up, Izzo decletes somebody, cheap shots him, and another fight breaks out. <laughs> he was ready. So then I'm watching it. And that night I didn't think nothing of it. And we're watching the news and they show that highlight on TV. So we're roommates. And I just remember, uh, we're watching the highlights, and Izzo sees him fighting. The guy's getting into Izzo really good. Right. So that's probably why he was pissed. Anyway. <laughs> so he's getting worn out on he, television. He was getting worn out. He didn't like that. <laughs> I'm sure. And so he jumps out of bed in his boxers or whatever, and and he, you know, gets in my face, and I get in his face. What's up? And he's like, where I'm from in Texas, we have each other's back. I'm like, I'm from Texas, man. And, you know, I'm at, I, and I get up in his face, and we're about to throw down. And I said, I had your back the other morning, yesterday morning. Right. You know? And it was one-on-one. So we were just going at it. It, there was, it was constant battle between me and him. And there's so many stories we consider. It's better in the moment. But that's just the way he was. And, you know, he was always uncomfortable. But that's what got the best out of Izzo. And that got the best out of me, too. Well, you know what? Obviously, you guys are still cool. You still have a lot of respect for each other. Still talk admirably about each other. And a 
apparently you guys have, you know, obviously made up and everything, but there's also a story out there, Zach, about, um, <laughs> hey, there's a lot of stories, stories out there. Man, we, there's also a story. We didn't even warm up. We didn't warm up. No, they just threw me into the fire right here. You're lucky we got to talk about you and Trace riding bikes because we normally go right in. Yeah, you know, I know Izzo and Mike Westoff are close, obviously. Izzo was one of our, our best special teams player probably oh. in history. I know that you're close with Mike because Mike had you on some some teams as well. He had everybody on some teams. I started off with Mike Westoff on teams returning kicks. A great coach, yes, one of the greatest coaches that ever ever played awesome. that ever coached. I mean, and um, apparently you guys were hanging out with Mike, and Mike has a nice little convertible ride that you guys are in. <laughs> hey. Tell me what's up with you and Izzo and and Westoff sunbathing. <laughs> do, you, do you really <laughs> believe that, man? I do believe that. Oh, I, I believe it. The, that's the word on the street, <laughs> I believe man. it. Okay. <laughs> let, let me tell you something about Westoff, though. Westoff pretty much got Izzo here. And Izzo, I mean, Westoff worked me out before the draft. And I knew I liked Westoff when he asked me how many bench press reps did I get. And I told him 20. And I saw him right now in 25. <laughs> I said, he was nice. passing right. stats already. Yeah, and so he asked me, what's your worst game? And I told him my second best game. What's your best game? I told him my best game. And we watched another game that we got whipped on. But Mike pretty much helped me even get here because he was for special teams. And But back to that, like after our rookie year, Izzo had a great rookie year as well and, and myself. And uh, Westoff, we would do anything for him. Uh, Izzo should have bought him a boat. And every year we go <laughs> we go fishing with Westoff on the West Coast over there. Every year. Last year was Wes Welker and me and Izzo, and we just have a it's blast. Awesome, and, and it's it's good fun. And we tell all these great stories. But, you know, we went and did a charity event down in Miami at Westoff because Westoff asked us to do it for him and, and so anything. So we showed up, and afterwards we're driving back in his convertible. And, you know, Izzo's always going to take his shirt off. And and – and so Westoff, it's hot day. He takes his shirt off. And so, you know, I take my shirt off too. Me and Izzo are in the back of his convertible and he's kind of leaning. And so all three of you guys have your shirts off. All now. three of us with the drop in the drop top, top man. caddy. And, so, so and nobody riding shotgun, just you two nobody, in the back and Mike. Me, me and, so Mike's their driver. Ride, Mike is the driver. And, and I kid you not, we're on 595. And I just remember kind of leaning back, just kind of resting. I see this car pass us and then kind of creep back slowly <laughs> and i see this black tinted window and it rolls down and i look over and i'm like oh hell no it's robert wilson you know, it's like, you know and, and so it was one of those uh it was one of those deals that you know we had to deny in the locker room <laughs> right and you were still denying it too at yeah. this point right you're and, trying oh man and you remember the story he was telling everybody about it of then, course i remember the story you know robert he was more of a yeah free thinker type Correct. you know you know what he, saying? He, so he, he, no one well really right believed now. him right right because he has some of those moments those pain killing <laughs> moments and uh so you no tried one to mind trick him. him yeah we did and i think he even questioned himself <laughs> i really do i really do i said no there's no way i, I saw them on but we denied it and uh, I'm going to come that's, clean. That's cool right It there, happened. Man. It did happen, it huh? It happened. All right. There it is. All we right. heard it. Yeah. Finally, you came clean. Was there anyone who did not believe the story, though? I mean, you guys denied it, but did anyone not believe the story? Because they used to put up pictures. I remember they'd get, <laughs> put your heads on bodies. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mike was even in on with us. We all denied it. Everybody would ask well, Mike. And... Mike sure as hell needed to deny right. it. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody did, you guys could get away with that's it. That's right. Oh, man. But Mike was great, man. We always uh, did everything with him. He's a father figure to us, man. And 
tried to keep us in line, gave us the talks all the time, had us over at his house for Thanksgiving, things like that. So those are good days, man. Good stuff, man. We'll take a quick break, try and pay some bills, and we'll be right back with Zach Thomas and apparently naked Larry Izzo stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's good. We are excited to introduce you to our newest partner, which, like us, is Pure South Florida. That's Doral Toyota, where you can find all your favorite Toyota models, whether you're looking for a new, used, or certified pre-owned vehicle. Doral Toyota is located at 9775 Northwest 12th Street, just a few blocks from International and Dolphin Malls. Experience the Doral difference, which means four years complimentary maintenance and roadside assistance on all new vehicles. In-house financing is available for credit-related issues. Also, if you mention five reasons, when you call 305-680-1129 or come in for a visit, you'll work with a dedicated manager, not a salesman. Unlike other dealers, Doral Toyota prides itself on an honest and transparent buying process. That's Doral Toyota, DoralToyota.com, or stop in at 9775 Northwest 12th Street. Vamos, let's go! Okay, we are back in the fish tank here with Zach Thomas on location in his beachfront palace that uh, we are thrilled to be here hearing great stories about Zach and Izzo and their shirts off and <laughs> all of the great <laughs> the things nine, that they right? did as young guys, uh, it, which leads me to another story where the two of you guys decided to <laughs> strip down almost naked. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> in their second year, we drafted another linebacker, uh, a guy by the name of Mike Crawford out of Nevada. Oh, if you yeah, remember yeah, Crawford, yeah. Juice, uh, Mike came in with all the crazy, you know, Mike's whole thing was the stories. I mean, I, I don't know that we ever had a guy that was a lower round pick that had all kinds of crazy stories. And as a PR guy, I loved the hype machine of it, you know, and he, he had the bleach blonde hair and he would dive off of buildings. And I think he had a story that he fought a bear or, yeah. you know, and he had all kinds of stuff and everybody got all hyped up and um, it, there was a lot of hype, but Mike was a great guy and, and he quickly seemed to connect with you and is, and I came downstairs one day, we used to have that special spiral staircase uh, from the PR room that we'd go and cut through the weight room to try and convince you guys to do interviews you didn't want to do. <laughs> and uh, I come through and the three of you guys are lifting and you're kind of yelling at each other and challenging each other. And, hey, Seth, come here, come here. And I'm like, okay, what is this going to be? And you ask me to find a high dive. You said, Seth, you, Seth knows where everything is. Where is a high dive? And I'm like, what in the world do they need this high dive for? So maybe you can share with us. I don't even know if OJ knows this no, story. No, it's a new one. It's a you, good one. You can share with us why you needed that high dive and how things went down. You know, that's uh, it's a little foggy, everything, how it played <laughs> out. But, you know, uh, I just remember maybe we were talking about who could do the most dives and flips on coming off the, the high dive. And we had went to, I think, Coral Springs or something. Yeah, the Coral Springs Aquatic Center is the one. I wanted to get you guys, because Plantation Central Park was right on the corner, but I was trying to get you the hell out of, uh, I didn't want anybody from <laughs> right. Davie to know we were doing it. That's exactly I still right. wanted to keep my job. And, and you know, we went out there, and I think, you know, Izzo was talking all this noise, like he can do all these Greg Luganis-type <laughs> flips and all that, and he goes <laughs> off to the end and, like, pretty much holds his nose and jumps off, you know. <laughs> But Mike, could, he could do some tricks. But, you know, that was something that uh, I felt like because I did gymnastics as a kid and I always was crazy when I was a kid uh, with flips off the high dive that uh, I definitely got him on that one. And Seth can maybe 
yeah, so he's downplaying it a little bit, yeah. Juice. But, but you know, so uh, again, there was a picture that uh, I think the University of Nevada had sent us, and it was Mike and maybe his brother or something. They were jumping off a house. It was a great shot, and so you know, Mike was talking all kinds of stuff. And you're right, Izzo always, for whatever reason, said that he was the guy, and and you were kind of low key. He was sandbagging. The poker player in you was definitely sandbagging. So we get out there, and uh, at, when we got there at first, there weren't a lot of people. But as they started getting ready, like all these kids started coming in. It must have been summertime, and the kids started coming in from camp or what have you. And Crawford goes up, and he dove first, and it was just a wild man kind of like belly flop. He split his lip open when he hit the water wow. and the whole deal, and he's like yeah. getting up, and he's bleeding. He's like, yeah, that's right. great, and the Linebackers. whole deal. Total oh. linebacker <laughs> maniac. Then Izzo goes up, and, and Zach's right. Like, weren't the kids yelling at him to hurry up and hold him? <laughs> He's looking down, and he kind of is rethinking it, and, all right, well, maybe we don't need to do this. But Zach gets up there, and he, he hasn't said a word, so I know something's up. Right. And this dude's doing half gainers and backflip, double tuck. I don't even know what they're called, but, like, he serious. was a pro. Serious, serious. serious. Yeah, you know, that's something that nice. – you know, I definitely uh, enjoyed, especially even at Tech, uh, when we did the uh, pool day one day and I did all these tricks. And, you know, it was just something, you know, as a as a linebacker, you called it juice. You have to have a screw loose, right? And so, you know, I get on that board and just flip until I bust or, you know, I, and if you stay tucked, you're, you're usually pretty good. But you got to be brave, man. Right. You know, and you got to have that live the life on the edge. And, you know, as a player – you had to have that play yeah. the same way. I couldn't turn it off off the field either, you know. And so coming to diving, you're competing against, or basketball court at your house, it was just my mentality. Uh, same with Izzo, same with Mike. And so we're always competing. And anything we did, didn't matter. If it was spades, Seth, with you and Charlie, or or any That's games, awesome, basketball, we competed. And it was that one was uh, swimming. And, and I definitely uh, won that one for sure. Yeah, it wasn't even close. But the worst part about it was, well, it was hilarious. But they go back the next day, and they survive. So we start to leak the story out a little bit. I go, okay, I can live to work another day. And, you know, Zach has his day with the media. And Izzo, they kind of talked to him uh, periodically. But Zach had his day, and they came up to Zach and he goes in on Izzo, and he says he comes out with floaties, and he said he was wearing a Speedo, and Izzo got hot, man. He was not happy because he already was kind of embarrassed that he finished third in the bet. Right, right. Didn't we get kicked out because I felt like the, the lifeguard, because we're doing tricks towards the board or something. It's possible. Kept, we kept getting the whistle blown on but us. But that was you. And we're the oldest in the, at, the, at the pool. I mean, there's like and a bunch know, of seven-year-olds. Yeah. yeah, and we're taking over. Yeah, that's kind of embarrassing, but uh, <laughs> we had a great time. It was a lot of yeah. fun. Well, you know, I think that's all about, you know, what I see in you all the time, Zach. You know, it was always you're always accepting the challenge. You're always always ready to compete, man. And that's what I think that's what life's all about. I try to tell my kids life's about competition, you know, and you're always trying to compete. Speaking of competing, I do recall a story, you know, one of my favorite places in, in the world, Fort Lauderdale Beach, uh, but the elbow room. I had a, I had an addition. I had to I had to step my foot in the elbow room every Friday before a game, no matter what. Whether I went and got a, a beer, you know, at eight o'clock at night, and then went home, or just just put my foot in there and walked. I was kind of superstitious about it, but I, you know, I, I understand that. You, I know that you enjoyed the elbow room as well, and I remember a challenge you also had there. It was more of a swimming challenge. And I believe uh, Izzo was a part of it, of course. Yeah, and I always. think Hunter Goodman Shocker. was a part of it, right? Hunter uh, came you, late. 
Okay, uh, can you tell me a little bit about this this, this challenge oh, you wow. had outside the elbow room? When was this? So was this kind of, I'm trying to remember. He's a, he's, he was already, yeah, he was, okay. a stab. he was a big time linebacker for it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, it was a great <laughs> like bar. Like right? It was, a, it was exactly. a great, great dive bar, and we always found those bars. I mean, there might have been a rough crowd. I think they even had a bouncer there, right? Right. You know, and, at a bar, and, you know, either the Falcon Pub or at, noon. Right? Or at the elbow room. And I think, uh, after any time we did uh, training camp, or not training camp, but OTAs, we would always hit up Falcon Pub or go to the Elbow Room. And one day, uh, myself, Trace Armstrong, and Trace. Uh, Izzo, we went to the Elbow Room, and you know we're having drinks, and we're sitting outside there, and we look over at the beach, and there's nobody on the beach, you know, and it's like they have the Riptide flag up, it's red flag and all, and and it was like it was really rough that day, and so Trace, you know puts a hundred dollars out and he's like all right if you either you go to that buoy and back within 20 minutes then you get this hundred dollars and you know we're like nah i'm not i'm not doing that hundred bucks wasn't enough to get you out there huh no not okay uh, I, this is my second. No, yeah, not got my second. Contract. You're on your second yeah, contract. Yeah, this one. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you, <laughs> man, that first contract. I would have done that tip. on a dare, man. I would have done that on a dare. Ten dollars. <laughs> but uh, the pot got bigger, drinks got more, and you got braver. Uh, the more drinks you had, and the next thing you know, I don't know what the pot got up to, but it was a lot. And so, me and Izzo decided to go do it. Shirts off again, you know. Shirts off again. Shirts Common off. theme there. And you know he had to sprint across the street Damn, and everything. Yeah, so we go across the street. And by the time we got to the water, we were gassed, you know. Oh. I mean, drinking and swimming does not go well. Bad man. combination. I, oh, terrible. Now, how far out was it? You had to swim to the buoy? The Where? buoy and back. And, and you know, hey, it's 75 doesn't, doesn't yards, far, maybe 50. Right, right. So you're thinking yards. 20 minutes this is an eternity. No, this isn't no Rob Conrad, like right. 10 <laughs> 15 miles, whatever. This is, let's don't, I mean, hey, uh, it was a near-death experience, I promise you that. But I didn't, this wasn't some kind of courageous uh, swim by myself and Izzo. It just, we were, you know, drinking a lot and, and decided to go swimming. But it was rough, and so we get out there in the water, and by the time we get halfway to the buoy, Izzo's like, I'm turning back, man. Smart, man. Yeah. Very, I don't know, just being in that water wasn't very smart, but... uh so I said, I'm going to get there. So I finally get to the buoy, and I'm so gassed. But I look back, and it is farther than you think. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I jump on that buoy, and it wouldn't hold me up. And I just remember all these spider crabs climbing up all over me and everything. And so, so it was one of those, uh, you know, life experience where you just see death for your eyes, whatever, how you say that. And uh, so I just was thinking of my family taking on water and I'm on my back and it wasn't, I couldn't swim good. So somebody that was at the uh, elbow room, they said it was a Navy SEAL, uh, started swimming out there. He said, hey, he's having problems. It wasn't Trace. Trace was just probably like, oh, yeah, call, right. call 911. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, I think he was texting everybody. Yeah, he might have been laughing. Hunter, and, you got to get out here. Right. Yeah. And uh, so the guy comes to me and, and I relaxed then because I panicked, you know. And so he comes to me and he's like, hey, I said, don't touch me because I'm going to get this, you know, money. And he goes, dude, this Oh, you're still trying to win the <laughs> bet. Yeah, yeah. So had Izzo turned back or was he, where was it? Izzo turned I, I back halfway. I really so. thought he went under at one time. I was like, I don't <laughs> oh, know if he's man. back or I couldn't see him. And so the guy told me it's been past 20 minutes. And so I just. So, so he knew about the bet. Oh, yeah. So he maybe right Trace there. sent him out Trace there. had told him and. And uh, I jumped on him like a backpack. And, uh, <laughs> and, and next thing you know, I get in and I see Izzo laid out 
<laughs> you know, like like a dead, you know, walrus over there, like rolling on the the sand. And uh, you know, I get back and I really was like so grateful, man. It was one of those that was, you know, you, you got a little buzz going, but it was just you almost drowned. And so it was just one of those deals I was grateful and and that I even survived, man. You know, you Well, you, we are you, too. It was young, yeah. young and dumb during those times and and uh you felt invincible at times and so that's why we have so many of those stories and and uh, I'm so lucky that uh they didn't have social media like they do oh today. Oh my absolutely. Cuz there have been some ugly stories out there um especially on Seth and yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Well, you know the stories always so those things happen and then they always bleed back into the locker room cuz somebody can't wait to get back to the locker room to tell them and then when they get to the locker room they start to get bigger right. and oh, larger yeah. and crazier. Yeah. And by the time yeah. I heard the story, it made, it made it sound like David Hasselhoff, Baywatch, the guy <laughs> ran out there and they said he cut through that water in like 6 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but somebody told me he had you under one arm and his arm under the other. Yeah, Izzo was on the right, Nip was on the left. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's a good thing he was out there that day, though. Doesn't sound yeah, like oh, anybody else would have been able to get you. You know what? And I really started cramping up, and uh, you know I, we're it's laughing about good. it now. Right, yeah. man, that was just not very smart. And uh, you know, I'm just uh, glad to survive. But uh, it's a great man. story. Trace is the guy that pretty much kept us in line, though. Me and Izzo, really, I'm serious. And yeah. And we always just you know, not that day. I was exactly. <laughs> um, but he always was like, you know, a father figure to both Izzo and I. And he helped me so much in my career and especially with certain things. And and I thank him for that. That's awesome. And uh, but that was not one of them. That <laughs> <laughs> one he didn't get thanked for. That's fantastic. So I feel like we could tell Zach and Izzo stories all day and maybe we'll have to have a part two or, or break this up into two parts. But believe it or not, there are some funny Zach Thomas stories that don't involve Larry, because uh, eventually he went off to to Ugh. really, so, yeah, right, ex- right. He I went felt off sorry and did for those him things. too, right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> side note to that, he called me. They started zero two that season. I know it, and we we played them in the second game of the year. Remember that? Yes, and and, and I felt I talked to him on the field after the game. He goes, "I was miserable up here," and I felt sorry for him. Yeah, right. now he right. gets all these rings, <laughs> go to the Super Bowl. After. He called me. He goes, "Seth, I've never been zero two in my life, not in high school." He goes, "I went to Rice." And we were never 0-2. We went to Rice. He goes, the facilities here suck. The weather sucks. God, this is terrible. I think I made a big mistake. And then Tom Brady happens. Oh, yeah. I don't think he feels like he made a mistake anymore. Right. You know what? I mean, we, we have to get lucky like that because that's a that's luck it. pick. Six-round pick, I don't care how genius they all talk him up out there. You don't know he's going to be that good. You do not. Yeah, especially in the sixth round. I'm just telling you. I think you, if you so get a guy it, number one overall, you don't know he's going to be that good. Exactly That's right. true. That is exactly right. And so uh, I'm hoping that uh, we have had a good draft this year and get lucky like that. I agree, man. It's it's all about – football is a lot about luck. you got some guys that have talent. You know, we've got some best friends that were talented, especially in college, and, you know, get to the next level. And, you know – the higher you get drafted, a lot of these guys, the worst team you're going to, too. You know, I always talk about Kajana being the first overall pick. That's a good thing, and it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to get lucky along the way. Health always plays a part of it. Scheme. Teammates, scheme. You got to be, you know, so you see a lot of these teams now that will actually cater to what you did in college. Why would you try to maybe do something different in the pros and draft me than what I did in college? So, yeah, you're right. Man, you're so right, Juice, because uh, it's something that – and players around you. Is who make you as a player, yeah, man. Absolutely. I don't care if your offensive line is really bad. They're not getting the ball to you. And it's the same thing on defense, man. I have some great players around me, man. And I'm very grateful for that. 
Well, whatever it was, Izzo got there, and things changed for him in, in a lot of ways, although he continued to ball and continued to make Pro Bowls, and, and uh, I know he stayed in touch with you and, and does to this day. Um, but then you were kind of on your own to create some stories and, and, and had to put your shirt back on, apparently. Uh, and one that I can remember... Is a tradition that I started actually with Mark Dixon, who who seems to be a popular topic on this podcast. But Mark and I were big basketball fans, and as you know, Zach, I was a Florida Gator, and at that point in time, oh, yeah. Florida Gator basketball was actually coming into its own. Billy Donovan, and and they had that great run with Mike Miller and Teddy Dupay, and so uh, Dixon and I went up one year and watched them play and had a great time. And Zach said, "Man, I'd love to join you guys the next year." So Zach Dixon and I drive up to Gainesville to go see a basketball game. And if, and Trace, at that point, I think Trace was living in Gainesville. So it just really worked out nicely. We could go back. I got to go back to the old school. We had a good time. But, you know, as it always turns out, it's never as simple as it seems when we leave. And so the first thing I'll tell you, Juice, and, and I know Zach will take it from here because uh, if I tell too much of the story, he'll want to change it. But the first thing that happens is, so Dixon had, had a, an off-season surgery, and he was on crutches. And, you know, Zach is one of the more superstitious guys you'll ever meet. But you would not get in the car with those crutches. Because I think initially I was going to ride in a shotgun. Dixon was starting to drive. And then you or maybe I was going to drive and and whatever it was. But you were going to sit in the back and those crutches were back there and you were not (laughs) having it. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I, you know, I learned from my second season, uh, you know, I got on somebody's crutches in the, uh, the therapy room, training room. And I broke my fibula like a week later in Mexico City. And uh, really, that's all I blamed it on. Right. That. Absolutely. Had to be. And, Had and to be you touch those crutches. Anytime, even today, when I see anybody on crutches and they're walking through and I'm holding a door, I'm just staying so far away. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's crazy uh, how that works. But uh, yeah, man, I uh, that was a good trip, man. We used to make that trip every year. It became a great tradition, but... We couldn't even get out of the damn driveway because Zach won't get in the car with the crutches. And Dixon's like trying to hit him with the crutches. And Zach's like really getting upset. Like this is legitimate. So he says, you know what? I'll just drive. So I sit in the back with the crutches. Zach decides he'll drive. And, we're, you know, I just want to get moving because this is supposed to be a four and a half hour trip. Supposed to be. Then he starts driving. You ever been in a car with this guy? I have not. He's got a heavy right foot. Let me just, maybe that's why your 40 time wasn't what it should have been. <laughs> He's got a heavy right foot. How fast were you moving? Um, not really sure, but we got there pretty fast. You know, you, you can tell the story. I mean, you're a better storyteller than me, but uh, I do remember something. We did pass a cop. It was crazy. And, uh, Triple digits, okay? So, so we're past the 100-mile-an-hour mark, and he's driving like it's nothing, and we're sitting in there. And he passes a cop. Go, like like nothing. Right. I'm like, hey, did you see it? And he's just, you know, telling whatever story like, he did. Yeah, so, we're telling stories. I didn't see it. And then uh, the cop hit his lights and you, pulled huh? up. And what did he say, Seth? Well, he pulls up next to us, and he rolls the window down. Because we're thinking, it's exactly, oh, okay. And I'm freaking out. Like, to me, I don't, you know, I don't get tickets. I'm scared. And Dixon and Zach, like, don't even care. Like, they don't even flinch. And they, so the guy pulls up next to us. And so the one thing he does is he lets his foot off the gas. So he slows down about 80. And so, and so the guy pulls up next, rolls the window down. Do you remember what he said? No. He looks and he goes, next time you pass a police officer, you might not want to do it at 110 miles an hour. <laughs> wow, Zach. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I mean, always we're very respectful, especially the police officers, right? And uh, so we pull off and we pulled off and got rest stop, whatever. And 
I mean, it wasn't like 30 minutes later, uh, we were driving and we we're talking again. And I look up and we pull up on him right up <laughs> on him second time. Two times, same and, guy. And, and, and you know what? I just remember his head shaking in, in the car. He must have been off duty. He wanted, he wanted to <laughs> get, to get out of there. <laughs> oh, he wanted, he wanted to. But, but you know what? The funniest part is because Seth knows the town of Gainesville, uh, we pull over. And, funniest part. And that was awesome because it ruined his whole weekend. Uh, Seth starts driving. And you know what? He got pulled over by a cop and got a ticket got for a going tick. 55, <laughs> like in a 45, and it hurt him. But you know, when you're, going, when you're going 55, right. it felt like we were going 20 <laughs> because of the way we were driving. Oh, man. And he was so. Like, we're 20 minutes upset. outside of Gainesville. We stop at the last, I forget what the rest stop is now. And yeah, so he goes, Hey, Seth, why don't you get us in? You right. know, we're, we're here. We're, and, and I mean, I'm in the car six minutes. Right. I maybe am doing seven miles an hour over the speed limit. And get pulled over and get the ticket. And get the ticket. Oh, he's great. Pissed he, off. He, yeah. was, he was moping around all weekend. Like, come on, <laughs> man. Well, I it, told him I'd pay for his ticket. He goes, yeah. And I go, what about my insurance? And Dixon goes, Seth, we'll pay for the insurance too. Like, he goes, come on, we got a good story out of it. Did we, they they did thought we it was pay great. For the ticket? Uh, no. <laughs> About the points in your license, no, no, no. We all made bad, that a, we made that every year trip. And then uh, all of a sudden, CTE Jason kicks in. He doesn't too. remember a damn thing. Huh? <laughs> 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 exactly, exactly. This is the Five Reasons Sports Network. Sports by Miami for Miami on demand. We now have ten podcasts in the network, posting roughly fifteen times per week. All can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and several cross-platform apps. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Here's some of what you missed last week on Miami Heat Beat. Are we a Tyler Johnson away? Are we a Hassan? I can't even do that to you. I'm sorry. Breaking news. The Cavs are in shambles. <laughs> If you want to get involved as a sponsor or contributor, reach out to us at number five reason sports on Twitter and be sure to punch five reasons in your search bar and then hit subscribe. This week on the five reasons podcast, we're getting ready for dolphins training camp with Omar Kelly and Chris Perkins of the sun Sentinel. Let me just say this. All this offensive line talk is a bunch of bull. Okay. I, I, you know, the, the talk about they need to be better at guard and all this mess. What was the year they had two offensive linemen? 2014, go to the Pro Bowl, Brandon Albert and Mike Pouncey. And what did it do for you? You've had an all-pro center. You've had two all-pro guards and Richie Incognito and Mike Pouncey. You've had an all-pro left tackle and Brandon Albert. And it's gotten you one playoff appearance since 2008. Subscribe to the Five Reasons Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. So so we get up there. I'm already uh, yeah, I'm I'm pissed off. We go see Trace and they then all three of them think it's the funniest thing they've ever heard. But we had a good time. Yeah, and then time. year 3 as he said, then JT said, "Oh, that sounds good. I want to go." So then the four of us drive up to Gainesville. And now you bring Zach and JT up there. Dixon said it was like the Beatles. I mean, it, it was right. it was pretty crazy. And we went to see the game. And actually, that's the game where we go out there. Dixon and I are sitting in one place, and then Trace brought you and JT into, like, the alumni section. And they had all these T-shirts on, orange and blue T-shirts. And Zach – Wouldn't and, put it on. I heard about it. Zach wouldn't put it on, and JT <laughs> wouldn't put on. The entire, whatever, eight to 10,000 people start yelling, put on the shirt, put yeah, on the shirt. Yeah, that's good call. And they, and they wouldn't do it. And then finally – and they're looking over at Dixon, and Dixon's killing him because Dixon hates the Gators because I love the Gators. So finally, Zach puts on the shirt and flexes like Hulk Hogan style, <laughs> and the place goes nuts. 
the band is playing, the team's coming out, and everybody's just focusing on Zach and JT to put on the damn shirts. And finally, I think Trace turns to JT and he goes, you realize they're never going to stop unless you put on the damn shirt. He put it on. And he put on the shirt. And it was a (laughs) glorious moment for Gator fans for sure. But so then after the game, the Gators win. And we decide to go out in Gainesville. And uh, I know these guys. Of course, you have like, to do that. Oh, man. That's you're a in, must. You're in a that's college a town. Yes. We were living the frat yeah, life. Yeah, that's, man. A <laughs> that's a must. That's a must. That's a life we loved. Yeah, they totally did. And you could tell that uh, it, they were in their element for sure. But, Juice, I think I run downstairs to the restroom. Zach just kind of disappears in this particular bar. I think it was called The Rooftop. And Zach just kind of disappears. And JT, I think, goes and grabs a drink somewhere downstairs. And, and I come out and he goes, where's Zach? I said, I don't know. You know, let's go see if we can find him. And uh, we, we try and go find Zach. And we're looking around. We're looking around. And we hear just this noise upstairs. And we just so we walk upstairs. And it's like something out of Animal House or whatever. And they're all yelling, Zach, 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 Zach. <laughs> on the bar. On the bar. Crip walking across the entire bar. Oh, no so the doubt. NFL all-pro linebacker. What, what was going on, man? How did that happen? Was that a bet? Just be an Elvis, man. Just uh, <laughs> you, Juice, you've been out with oh, me plenty of times. Yes. Are you surprised? I mean, I love it, when man. we go out, I mean, it's, I it's love it, man. full tilt. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's something that it was a good time, man. And I always... It was a good night if I was crip walking. I promise you that, right? <laughs> I, I promise you, man. One of the best teammates ever, Seth. You know what I mean? It's like on and off the field guy right here. You know, always got your back, you know, but you, you know what he does on the field, man. But off the field, though, man, he's so much fun to, to be around, man, and, you know, just a, a great human being as well as a, as a teammate. But I tell you, when, when he's out, when he was out and about, man, we had we had a really good time. And, you know, the, you know, he was a veteran at this point, so he was showing, you know, everybody how to how to kick it still. He you know, certainly was. was. It was fun, man. <laughs> he enjoyed Nothing, every moment. Nothing yeah. to be proud about, <laughs> but, you know. But I appreciate that respect. Yeah, though. no doubt. Yeah. You know, exactly. You know, we've gone through some of the same things, you know, when it comes to, you know, being a veteran, playing for, having a great coach there. Like I had, you know, had Shula. Right after Shula, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson came in. And for me, you know, I had to prove myself all over again. Right. Of course, you you were there with Jimmy and, and Wands and stuff, and then Coach Nick Saban comes in. Yes, sir. And I think that you know at that point, you know, you've got a situation where you've got to be a veteran guy with a new high profile coach. You know, I understand things didn't quite jump off at the beginning the way you know, you'd like for them to with a with a new coach. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, before I start, Nick Saban, man, he's got to go down to probably the best college coach ever. Absolutely. You know, and and he just first came in, and you know, that's after they uh, got rid of Wanstead and. It was something that I had to prove myself with him because even starting out, you know, he, he tried to trade me before I even played a down for him to Green Bay for Javon Walker and a pick, and I just got wind of it. And that's business. You know right. the business. So Because he didn't think I was going to work out in the 4-3, I mean the 3-4 scheme because I was always a 4-3 guy. That was my favorite defense. But what's crazy, I had my best year in the 3-4. But he couldn't make the deal. And so, you know, starting out, I really was playing well. And, and uh just remember – you know, he was kind of in a pissed off mood one day and always. And, yeah, and you know what? He never really jumped guys, the players. He was just terrible to the coaches. And uh and we had a lot of guys. That's the reason they brought him in. We had a lot of guys that were lazy, that uh weren't accountable, weren't guys that they just collecting paychecks. And so, you know, one day maybe the fifth or sixth game of the season, we're three and two or whatever. He just, he's upset. And so I'm getting a call from the sidelines during practice. And uh, a coach is trying to talk to me while I'm getting the call. So I'm like, hold up till after the play. And so he stops practice and comes out there and gets 
in front of me, in front of my defense, and uh, says, hey, next time a coach is talking to you, you shut the F up. And so for me, you know, <laughs> he hasn't earned my respect. If Jimmy right. Johnson said that to me, or Dave even, you know, I would respect it because they're doing that with everybody. But I was the first one that he pretty much jumped on. And, I, you know, you know, Juice, I lived up there. Right. I was up there longer than coach. And, and I loved the game. And so I told my response was, and that's why the guys always say I'm a grown-ass man. My, my response was, <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man. You shut the F up, you know. And, and next thing you know, he says he's going to bench me, whatever. But his tone changed when he got up to the office to have me up there. And I was upset because you know how much I put into the Correct. game. And, and he could have called out so many other guys. So I, he needs to earn my respect first. And I would have been fine with it. But he kind of like, hey, Zach, you know, I'm just trying to make a point. Well, you're making the point of the wrong guy. Right. Because I could take that from Jimmy Johnson. But, you know, I told him, I said, I'm here when you get here and I'm here when you leave. That's right. <laughs> I'm serious. That's right. I had dinner. I would always have dinner everything, up there with the now, coaches. Now they, now they take care of them that way. Oh, the, yeah. The, the guys get everything served, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But you had your own. You had it delivered to the facility. Oh, yeah. If he didn't have us sneak it down right. from the coaches. Well, there it was, yeah. You know, in the early days, the early Longhorn days, night. You loved you oh, some Longhorn yeah. nights. Seth always uh, brought me uh, dinner uh, as I'm watching film because I was a right. film junkie, man. And I lived up there because I I wanted to get the best out of myself, but I wanted to to win before I even step on the field and be prepared. And that's the way I always was. You know, I respect Coach Saban. I got to give me. I mean, his preparation was awesome. Right. I didn't like how he treated his coaches and things like that, but it does win. I mean, look at Belichick out there, uh, what they're doing. But it didn't work here. You got to have your quarterback, and and we had too many uh, cancers on the team, right? Um, and you know, Juice, and and so that's the only thing that I got upset with, because it's all about respect with me, man. No doubt about it. You can call me out. I'm cool with that. But when it comes to so many other slaps on the other on the team that that would make us that would quit in the fourth quarter and things like that that would let you down, that didn't that didn't ride with me, man. You know, and that's. That's the pretty much the same story I got. That's what's up, man. But I feel like he tried to make it up and start to – he recognized you were a leader of the team and probably had somebody, you know, say that to him. And he started to to do things and provide more opportunities uh, to treat you like a leader. And there was one time in a team meeting that he called you up to read in front of the team. What? Wait, wait a minute. Do what? To, to read. Read, read, read. Well, why don't you tell us, Zach? What, what's the story? <laughs> Oh, man, Seth, you're a dirty dog, man. <laughs> this is a setup, man. What are you talking about? I, I mean, you said that Nick didn't respect you, and no, I thought he, later Nick, on he did. No, he did. He he respected me, always had me in the leader group. He did ask me to read one day, <laughs> and, and he asked everybody to read. And uh, when somebody was stumbled with some words and all, and, you know, during this time, I'm taking a lot of hits. So <laughs> I'm taking up for myself. But uh, I came to the word representative, and, and I, I said representative or something. And then Junior Sale behind me was like, hang in there, buddy. <laughs> you know, like, but that's the locker room right, right. that I miss. Yeah. I mean, that's the stuff I miss. Joking around, laughing. <laughs> Getting the best out of everybody, but uh, that's a great story. Seth knows everything. He does. When you're in the building, you know everything. He does. But I wasn't even in the building at that point. Yeah, I don't know how true. the heck I know that story. <laughs> oh, man. It's but not. it got back to me, and I was not going <laughs> to forget it. Hey, you know what? It was good fun. And there were some guys that had the big spoon little bowl that couldn't take it. But the D-line were always the funniest. 
Uh, we talked about that, right? Uh, always. The best. Are, they were the best, best but they were the, the most sensitive, right? <laughs> and then the then the no defensive doubt. backs and the receivers right. were always like same. They love to to get under people's skin, but it was awesome, man. I miss that locker room, man. It's the best. It is the best. So, well, okay. I, I apologize. I shouldn't have brought that up, and maybe that was a little bit of a low blow. You're a real jerk, I, man. I, I tell you what. We'll move on to something else. Uh, we have a segment on the fish tank called What's the Real Story? And typically, OJ and I will throw something out there because we'll maybe have heard a little something and we want to hear the real story. We have a special guest here to ask you the question for our What's the Real Story segment. Hey, Zach. This is Jason Cole. Rumor has it that you and I once played one-on-one in basketball. Now that you're in the fish tank, I have one question. What's the real story about that? <laughs> you're dirty, dude. <laughs> well, you're, okay. you're a dirty, Fine, I'll just be dirty, dirty bastard. Man. <laughs> OJ doesn't know setup. this story. Hey, yeah. this is all, you're I've, been waiting, I've been waiting to hear this. Uh, right, man. Probably not for much longer. <laughs> Game over, man. <laughs> Wrap it up. Right, Juice, rat, you you handle the answer. Right, yeah. I think I better go. <laughs> Hey, Juice. All right, man, I'm going to come clean. So, you know, before we – Jason Cole, for those of you who don't know Jason Cole, he was a, he was a beat writer for the team. I, yeah. I think most recently was with Bleacher Report, but he was a beat writer for the team. He doesn't look the part. <laughs> doesn't look the part as the, a basketball player. Did he look the part as a beat writer? Yeah. Yes, okay. yes he did. So, yeah. yeah, so OJ, he doesn't look the he part does. as a basketball player. He does. No, not at yeah. all. OJ's at face all. when Jason was asking that question, I'm just looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me get out of the way. What's the real story? Oh, man. See, I would never admit it in front of my team. I'd lose my whole defense if I admit it. That, you know, I didn't respect his jumper, Juice. and uh, <laughs> paid You paid the price. That dude was shooting like Stephon Curry, man. I swear. I kid you not. He challenged me in the, uh, in the locker room, and I was like, basketball? All right, man. I'll, I'll go play you. And you know how we compete with anything. And, and I just remember going to the court and, you know – he started lighting it up. He asked for make it, take it. So that's when you should have known. Oh, right, right. But you know what? Like, you know, I didn't respect it. I want a rematch. But I tell you what, he was he was now. hitting everything, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can get him now. Hey, maybe I fell for his head fake. He got a big head. You can tell Jason I said that, please. Man, I fell for that head fake. Because, man, that dude was – he was not missing a shot. That hurt my ego a lot, man. It really – I'm glad that wasn't during the uh, season, right? Because uh, you know it, it might have carried into that that Sunday. But you know what? He didn't. He didn't mention it to anybody. No, I mean he, he kept, kept it quiet he for kept, a long time. Yeah, he kept it. He doesn't vote for the Hall of Fame, does he? He does. Absolutely. Oh Jesus Christ! I ain't getting that. Vote. <laughs> Are you serious? Damn. He does have that vote, but oh, I think he's in your corner. He's, he's definitely your oh, biggest yeah. fan for that. For uh, sure. He is in your corner. Ooh. Maybe just so he can get you into the room, so he so can then talk about how he be a whole bunch of Hall of Famers, right? Yeah. And hey, I don't know. He's got I, some game. You know, he does yeah. have some game, man. I'll give him that. I, I don't know, Juice, but I would think it's safe to bet that there's not a player in the Pro Football Hall of Fame that, that Jason Cole has beaten in basketball. <laughs> right. So he is pushing hard he, he for you, He needs that, doesn't he? He needs that for, hey. his, for his street cred. You know, speaking of basketball, you know, we, we talk about a lot about basketball. You know, a lot of football players love playing basketball. You know, a lot of them think they could have played basketball if they got a little taller or whatever, but you've been over to to the house, the court out there, and we've had some some great games, some great games, legendary man. Some, games, some, some, some serious talent out there. So talk about a little bit about the ball up, you know, and, and you being out there, and I mean there were some mix ups, some some scuffles out there every once in a while. Yeah, you, you know, of course JT and how he played the game, but yeah. talk about you, how your your perception and how much you enjoyed the game and and what it did for us, I think, as teammates as well. Oh man, it made us gel. 
more as a team. Because in the offseason, uh, that's how we stayed in shape. And it was pretty healthy, man. No one really roughed anybody up. I mean, it got competitive. But, I mean, that block that you had there, I mean, I was a block. I was a street over. You had Fat Joe in the corner. You had Kajana right next to you. There were some parties. And all, yeah. Always play basketball, and then <laughs> we'd have drinks afterwards. But Right. Uh, what good memories, man. And that got everybody together. I mean, we got competitive. There's a lot of guys are playing those games like the Super Bowl, man. They were. <laughs> and uh, especially JT. He's very competitive. And uh, there was good times, man. And, and I, uh, I'm i glad that I uh, participated in it. Yeah. I think that was why our, our team was so – we always competed in everything. You, you heard from the beginning of this, this podcast to, you know, to now, everything about Zach has been a competition. And, you know, compete no matter what it is. Yeah, you know, he we, might need to let some of those go. Right, though, it sounds right. Like. We always were out there competing, oh, you, guys. you know. And I think, <laughs> hey, you can vouch for my game. Yeah, absolutely, Seth. Seth and his running oh, jumper. Here we go. Him up, man. <laughs> so here's what we got going with the show, Zach. You know, with the guys that the have actually been jumper. out there for the ball up. We need for you to give us your top five guys that you saw out there on the basketball court with us. Okay, by you can position yourself by position. Now, talking about a couple guards, how they are today or back then? When they were playing back then, today, in their prime, everything. Okay, back, in yeah, yeah, prime. in their prime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely you, Juice, not just because you're here, because it's your court, right? You know, you could yep. trump anything because you're one of those guys that go out there and they miss a shot and they call foul. We didn't have that with you. You weren't not. You're so you're trump. saying immediate competitive advantage get OJ on the score? For squad. sure, because <laughs> right. you would call him out. So this Juice is, is at the court. one. He's running point number one always. I would say Mark Dixon because he just was a baller, man. Absolutely. JT because he's just the most competitive guy I've played with in anything. You know, he was competitive at everything. And, and yeah, so you got two big guys down there. Definitely need maybe Jason Cole at point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, nah, man. Nah. A fish tank first. Jason Cole makes the Run top five. <laughs> right. Put him on my top five. I know that. <laughs> cool. And then we'll put him at shooting guard. So yeah. on your uh, hey, your that's report. right. That's right. Two big guys are need juice up top. Cole Ford, might be asking Ford. for a half court game though. We need we need a defender, so I'll go with Sam Masson, man. He was Ooh. he could he's like your Rodman. Man. Oh my god, he was I mean, so annoying out there. Oh, that's exactly right. He gets he everybody so off their game man. and he was always talking. If he wasn't talking in the game, I was a little worried for Sam. Right. right. You know, you could hear him out there too. Yeah, exactly right. You know, anywhere. Oh, and I remember him D'ing me up one time, man. I, I tell you what, the reason he was a great player, man. He's competitive too, and you gotta love to have a teammate like Sam, man. Yeah, and awesome. You, and you get out there at a game with unlimited fouls, playing against a bunch of defensive guys, man. It's it's prison rules. Shut down out corner, there, huh? prison, prison rules. Prison rules yes. out there, man. So that's don't call exactly any those right. weak fouls around there, man. Yeah, that's, that's good, <laughs> Good man. stuff, man. Well, those Jason are good Cole days, man. Good memories. See, you know what happened is once we said – it wasn't that he beat him that he made the top five. Once he found out that he's got that Hall of Fame vote, right. Cole made it. <laughs> top five good. Top five baller. I hey, see. You I'm still campaigning already. Looking for that competitive oh, advantage. always. That's our guy. Well, I, I hate to wrap this up. I feel like we could stay all day except that uh, – after a few of those stories, I know Zach was showing me where the exit is here at the house. Um, but it, it, thank you for letting us come out here and spend some time. I know you don't do a lot of interviews these days, and uh, I know people would love to hear from you. We hear about it all the time. And in fact, when OJ and I said we were going to do this podcast, people said, you got to get Zach on. You got to get Zach on. So it's really awesome to come out here and, and to talk about all these things that, you know, wasn't just football, but it's how we all built our friendship. And uh, and it was a lot of fun. And so truly appreciate it. And actually, as a token of our appreciation, one of our partners here, Thunderous Genius Creative, House is giving this t-shirt for all of our guests and so here's a t-shirt for you okay. we got the medium we know you like to wear them tight oh, when yeah. you are wearing shirts <laughs> medium. Uh, and so we want to make sure yeah. that uh, that you have that shirt when but you're wearing uh, <laughs> right 
Hey, I really appreciate you guys. Even uh, the old stories. Uh, yeah, I kind of separate myself just to, you know, triggers things, man. I miss the game. I miss you guys. I mean, it was good times, man. And uh, now I haven't really turned the page. It's just that I got family and all right. and, and, and doing different things. So, but I really appreciate you guys, man. And anything you need, appreciate you know, you. don't hesitate. You got it, man. Thanks for diving in with us, Zach. Thank you, Juice. Love you, buddy. You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one, one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank, go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank, it's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank, rocking with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank, Celebrate big or cry hard Leave it all on the field, we gon' try hard Old school, a new school, mix it in Feeling like we up close when we listening Dolphins tales, in Miami is the deep end We vibing with our favorite players, no secret We get with Seth and McDuffie Bringing up stories we never heard to the public Bet we love it, Dolphins fans never budget We loyal to the team, whether happy or we upset We be like, what's next? Don't switch the subject You know it's all about them fans And if you ready for that water, time to dive in Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fans And if you down with Dolphins Nation, time to dive in Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fans You looking at that fish tank, it's time to dive, dive in, in. Fish tank. Go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank. It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank. Rockin' with OJ and Seth, time to dive up in that fish tank. Dog fans are at a token, about to dive up in that fish Good design is good business, but great design can be a game changer. Whether you need a new company logo, dynamic presentation decks, or want to bring a Winwood-style mural to your corporate office or event, Thunderous Genius will exceed all of your expectations. The Thunderous team has worked with your favorite sports franchises, athletes, and entertainers, and can't wait to bring that perfect blend of creativity and structure to you as well. So contact them at thunderousgenius.com. Say that the fish tank sent you and receive a 50% discount off your first project. Half off! So what are you waiting for? It's time to get Thunderous. And now, on to the show.